you will find these clients who really value photography. They see that your price point is in line with what they expected to pay for your caliber of work, and they will happily give you the money. And then they are better clients to work with, okay? Hands down. Hi, I'm Morgan Williams, and this is the Life in Full Frame podcast. Here, we talk about all things family photography, running a creative business and mindset with a little bit of motherhood sprinkled in. Because as a mom to four young boys, motherhood is a pretty big and important piece of my life. After being a photographer for the past decade, I've learned there are a lot of rules, a lot of do's and don'ts and shoulds and should nots. And while I think some of those lessons can be helpful, I've also learned that we come into the fullest expression of who we are as artists when we can let go of these rules, expectations, and trying to fit into the aesthetic that someone else has deemed as beautiful and worthy. What the world actually needs is for you to be the truest expression of you and for you to create what your heart longs to create, not a replica of someone who already exists. So get comfortable with pushing boundaries, coloring outside of the lines, and filling your creative cup because this is how you live life in full frame. Welcome to episode four of Life in Full Frame. I'm so excited that you're here and I'm really, really excited for today's topic because as we all know, pricing is a hot topic, isn't it? It's something that we love to debate over. (laughs) It's something where we don't always know if we're making the right move. We don't know when to raise our prices. There's like a lot of fear around it too, I think, because, oh my gosh, what if I raise my prices and no one books? And there is like a little bit of imposter syndrome involved sometimes, like, is my work good enough for me to charge this? Um, It's just very intricate, isn't it? Um, So today, though, we're going to talk about four reasons why you should raise your prices and just kind of dive into what raising your prices can do for you and your business and your work and your client experience and all of the things. Um, I would like to preface this entire episode by saying I have a cold or something going on. So my voice is a little off and weird and whatever. So forgive me, um, bear with me, (laughs) but I really wanted to record this. So we're going to do it and, um, it's going to be fine. Even if I don't sound totally normal, right? Okay. So four reasons that you should raise your prices. And I also would love to say that I think this is extremely important to discuss during this time of year because it's a busy season and it's this time when 
a lot of photographers take on way too much work and vow to raise their prices in the coming year. Um, but then January rolls around and maybe you raise your prices, right? And maybe you, you raise them significantly. But I think what I see happen more often than not is that we do like a hundred dollar price increase because it's terrifying to do anything else. Um, and then what happens is next fall, we find ourselves in the same place, right? Because a hundred dollars is not that substantial when we really break it down, you know? Um, and that's not to say that you should raise your, you should like double your prices. You know, like I am also not of the school of thought where you should just raise your prices just because like there has to be some strategy behind it. There has to be some thought behind it. Um, but that being said, if you are fully booked out, you have people like on a wait list, people are still inquiring, you can't take them. You do need to raise your prices. So let's talk about four ways this is going to help your business. <clears throat> First of all, you rise to the occasion when you make a substantial price increase. And what I mean by this is that you show up for a session in a much different way when you know that you are charging the client significantly more, okay? Let's say that this year you're charging $500 a session and then next year you're charging $1,000 a session. Think about how differently you show up to that $1,000 session because you know there is a higher expectation of you. You know that the client is investing more in you, in your craft, in your art, in your expertise. And so then you know that you have to deliver on that. You can't show up the same way that you did for the $500 session for the client who didn't value photography as much as this $1,000 client. So you walk into it so much differently. You will likely prepare differently for the session, whether that is like prepping yourself on what you are actually going to execute during the session. Um, it may be a, a more collaborative process with your client and understanding what they want out of these photos, what they are looking for out of this experience, walking them through wardrobe selections, talking about different locations, um, just giving them a more hands-on experience. Um, and then when you walk into this session, you approach it differently. And I can tell you this from experience, okay? I have been in all of the price ranges um, and there is just a huge difference in how you show up at each price point. And speaking from personal experience, I show up as a much better photographer, the higher my prices are. I just know there's more on the line. And I know that I am serving people who really, really value what I do. And so their expectation of me is of a different caliber. And I know that I have to deliver on that. So there's just this entirely different process that I go through go through leading up to the session, as well as when I'm shooting the session to make sure that I do deliver on those expectations and I give them the photos that they hired me for. And I think that if you make a significant price increase, you will have a very similar 
experience. And as we know, when we show up differently like that, our art changes, it transforms. We become better artists, better photographers. And then as with almost anything, it is this snowball effect where then you can raise your prices more. Um, So I feel like this is something that it's it's like an underlying effect, right? Like we don't necessarily expect this when we raise our prices, but then we start to experience it once we do. And I think it can be really huge. It can have such a big impact on, um, on your art and on your business. And of course, on your personal life, all of these things work together. I feel like I always come back to this, but it's, it's just true. It is what it is. Um, Number two, you call in clients who care about photography and value photography when you raise your prices. And, you know, I I think like we get so scared about losing clients when we raise our prices. And the irony in that is like, you're probably raising your prices because you're working too much and you know that you can charge more and still book your calendar. And so it's like, well, it's, I don't want to (laughs) say... I don't want to say it's the point of raising your prices, but it's one of the results that you are looking for, right? You don't want to work as much as you're working in terms of like going and shooting sessions and you likely want to take on fewer clients and serve them better. And so when you raise your prices, you call in the client who says, yes, I want to hire you because I value photography at this rate, you know, insert number. And I know that you are going to deliver this caliber of work if I work with you. And so, yeah, you're going to lose clients. Again, let's go back to the 500 to $1,000 price range. If you're charging $500 right now and you raise your prices to $1,000, and I'm just going to speak to this from like an all-inclusive standpoint, just because it's simple and straightforward. But if you make that price drum, yes, you are going to have people who are paying you $500 right now, who, when you raise your prices to $1,000 a session, are going to say, no, I'm not doing that. You will be surprised, though, that you will find people who you are working right with right now at $500 who are willing to pay you $1,000, okay? You're just not asking for it right now, so they're not going to offer it up and say, I'm going to give, I'm going to pay you double. <laughs> but you will find that there are people that you are serving right now who in six months will willing, willingly pay you double what you are charging right now. For those people, though, that fall off who say, nope. I'm not opting in for the $1,000. I don't value photography that much. You're going to find other clients who do value photography that much, okay? There is something to be said for you get what you pay for, okay? And so you have to think about this from the perspective of the client, which I think that maybe we don't do often enough. 
when you're thinking about this from the perspective of the client, let's say you're a client, you're looking for a photographer, you really value photography, you want really great photos. These are not just photos for a holiday card. They're not photos to just slap on social media here and there. You want really good photos because these are images that you want to treasure. You want to really capture this time in your life. You want to be shown the beauty of what's happening in your life right now, right? Like all of these things are really important. When you go to search for a photographer, there is a price point for every person where even if you see this photographer's work and you say, that looks good. And you expect in your head, you expect it to be a certain number. If you go and that number is significantly lower than what you expect it to be, you're going to say, oh, okay, what am I missing here? Is this photographer not actually as good as they appear to be? When I get a full gallery from this photographer, is it not going to be as good as what you know they're showing on their website in their portfolio? Is the experience really lacking? Am I going to be disappointed in the turnaround time? Is it not as high touch of an experience as I want? Okay, all of these things are the things that your potential client is thinking. They think they may land on your website and think, this looks good. Like, I like this photographer's style. I like the connections that they capture. Like, this all looks good to me. And they go and look at your prices and they go, hmm, I just don't think this is going to be what I really want because this photographer is not charging enough. There's no way they can provide the experience and the images that I really want out of this at this price point. I will tell you that I have had this experience when looking for a photographer. I will absolutely question it. If I find a photographer I want higher, but I see that their prices are low, I start to really hesitate and will even make the decision not to even reach out to them and not to hire them because their prices are too low, not too high, but because their prices are too low. And I value photography so, so highly that I am not willing to take a chance on someone and hire someone who's not charging enough and risk this year's family photos on that because there's a decent chance it's not going to turn out the way that I want it to turn out. When you are charging a higher price point, people don't make those, they don't make those assumptions. They don't question things like that. Okay. You will find these clients who really value photography. They see that your price point is in line with what they expected to pay for your caliber of work, and they will happily give you the money. And then they are better clients to work with. Okay. Hands down. I have experienced, again, so many different price points. The higher I raise my prices, the better my clients get. Not more difficult, okay? They're actually so much easier because they put so much trust in me and they are ready to follow my direction and listen to my guidance. And again, they value photography, they value the experience. And you will find this to be true as well. Yes, you're, those $500 clients, you're going to lose some of them, but you will replace them with clients who really, really, really value what you do. They find it so, so important and they are so wonderful to work with. 
Number three, this kind of relates to number two, but you will lose clients. Okay. As we just discussed, you are going to lose clients. You are going to replace some of those clients though with clients who really value what you do. Okay. But this means that you can work less and you can create better work. One of the things that I did not realize for so long when I was operating at a much lower price point was that my insistence upon operating at a low price point and taking a high volume of clients was holding me back from my potential as an artist. I was not giving myself the space and margin and time to creatively reset and the time to pour into each client in a way that allowed me to actually create my very best work. And you, again, you do not realize this when you're in it. And I cannot stress this enough because it's likely that if you are in this cycle and you are operating at, let's say a $500 price point and you're taking on a high volume of clients, you have clients that are happy with what you're creating, right? And every now and again, you're like, wow, that was really good. I really killed that session. I feel awesome about it. But then a lot of times you're like, that was okay. I could have done better. You know, like, it's just this like, so, so feeling. And what you, what you fail to see when you are in this place is that you cannot move to the next level. You cannot improve your craft when you are just constantly taking on clients. You have to give give yourself time and space to reset between these sessions. You have to give yourself time and space to pour into each client in order to make the photos better. These things matter and we tend to overlook them, but the reality is that they have a very, very profound impact. And the other piece of this is that you need to give yourself time and space to prep for each session. There is a huge difference in how you walk into a session when you are shooting five sessions a week versus one session a week. And I can tell you this again from personal experience. (laughs) Learn from my mistakes, okay? But when I was shooting three to five sessions a week, it was more so just a process of, okay, let's show up, let's do the job, let's deliver the photos, let's show up, let's do the job, let's deliver the photos. And that's not to say that I didn't care because I did care. I cared a lot. But at the same time, I didn't have the time to prep myself, to prep my clients, to create the best photos that I could. Now, as I've mentioned before, I shoot one session a week, sometimes two on a very rare occasion, usually one session a week max. So you can imagine how much more time I have to prep for each session, to really like make sure I'm walking into each session with the best energy. And I will also tell you that when you are shooting five sessions a week or 10 sessions a week, I don't know what your, you know, capacity is, what that threshold is for you. Um, But like, if you're, let's just use the number five, for example, you're shooting five sessions a week. Not only are you not able to prep yourself well, you're not able to prep your client in the same way, which affects your art. You also are likely not walking into each session with that good energy that you need. Okay. And again, 
Another really highly overlooked thing that really matters, the energy that you walk into a session with can really shift things in a, in a monumental way, honestly. So when you show up for a session and you are excited to be there and you are ready to serve your clients and you walk into the session feeling that way, that energy shows up in the session and it shows up in the images. There's just no way it can be ignored when you walk in like that. On the contrary, if you walk into a session and you're stressed out because you know you have overbooked yourself <laughs> and you're walking in with the energy okay, of, okay, I'm going to show up, I'm going to shoot the session, I'm going to deliver the gallery, and then tomorrow I'm going to do the same thing, you are probably a lot more tense. Um, and again, you may not realize it because I think a lot of times we don't realize these things until we step out of it and then see the contrast. Uh, but there's a really good chance that if you were shooting fewer sessions, charging a higher price point, that you could walk into your sessions with a better energy. And again, that shows up in the results of the images and you are able to create better work when you shoot less. Number four, when you raise your prices, it helps the industry as a whole. And what I mean by this is as photographers, we have the ability to tell the market what they should value, like what price they should value photography at. And what seems to happen, though, is we like to price ourselves really low, right? There are a ton of photographers priced below $500. And so then some of those photographers are doing pretty decent work. And so then what happens is our clients get used to that low price point and they're like, oh, well, I can get good quality work at this low price point. Why would I pay someone $1,000 or $2,000 or $4,000 for photos, for family photos, uh, when I can hire this person over here for $300 and get the same thing? Now, you and I both know that they're not getting the same thing, right? Something in there is lacking um, either, it's and it's most likely a, a when there is a low price point that photographer is taking a high volume of clients and not probably not giving as good of an experience as a higher price point photographer, or they are just like lacking experience in general. Like there's, there's a reason for the low price point, but the way that it is perceived in the market isn't, you know, to, to most people is that, this is what I should pay for photography. But when we kind of put our foot down and say, no, actually this number, whatever that number is, right? $750, $1,000, $2,000, this is what photography costs. Then we have the ability to change the narrative and tell the market that photography should actually be valued at this price point. So it really helps the industry as a whole. Because if we can all just all come together and say photography should be valued at this price point, then the market has no choice. If they want photos, they want family photos, wedding photos, whatever it is, then they have to pay what the market demands. But we have to go first and we have to we have to tell the market what family photography should be valued at. So that is our job. And we all know this, 
But at the same time, there are so many photographers that having this knowledge are fearful of raising their prices because they say, well, if I raise my prices, there are still this other, there's this other handful of photographers over here who I know who do really good work, but they're going to be charging half of what I do, or they're going to be charging $400 less than I do, or like whatever it is. Right. And I hear you. And that is scary, but here's the fact of the matter. If those photographers that you know of who are refusing to raise their prices, if they continue to operate in this model of this like high volume, low price point model, first of all, they're going to burn out because that is just not a sustainable business model. I guess you could do it, but you're not going to love what you're doing by any means. You're going to be so sick of it. So there's a really high chance they're going to burn out and they are not going to be in this for the long haul. The other thing is their work is not going to improve because again, they are not giving themselves the margin that they need in order to improve their work. You, on the other hand, if you do raise your prices and you take on fewer clients and you do give yourself that margin, your work is going to make huge strides. Okay. And then suddenly they're not really your competition anymore. And this is something that I feel like I talk about a lot because everyone says, oh, the market is just so saturated where I am. And spoiler alert, the market is saturated everywhere. Okay. There are tons of photographers everywhere. The one thing that I can recommend to make the market not feel so saturated is to become exceptionally good at what you do. And then it doesn't feel like the market is saturated because if you are the only photographer in your area who can deliver the types of images that only you can deliver, then there's no competition, you know, you are the person. And so then you are able to charge whatever price point makes sense for you and your business and your lifestyle and your family and all of the things. Okay. And those photographers who never raise their prices will never experience that growth as artists and they will not feel the freedom of not being consumed by this quote unquote saturated market. Okay. You have to go first though. And this is what everyone is so scared about. Like, you know, if I do it, what if I fail? What if no one wants to book me at that price? And like, sometimes you just have to rip the bandaid off and you have to say, you know what? I am going for it because this is going to make me better at what I do. It's going to allow me to serve my clients better, both from the standpoints of giving them better images and giving them a better experience. And it is also going to affect the life that I can live, the time that I can give my family and my friends, and it's going to give me a better personal life. And so you just have to do it. Give yourself a raise. <laughs> and I've talked about this before too on social media, but in the traditional workplace, people expect to get raises. And if they're really good at their jobs, 
They get promotions and then they get really significant raises. Why do you think you are different as a photographer? Why do you feel you are not entitled to that? You are your own boss and you get to make the calls. If you have made significant strides in your work, you get a promotion, okay? I'm giving you permission right now. Give yourself a promotion and give yourself the pay raise that you deserve. And then again, the good news is when you do that, you get to keep doing that because you're giving yourself margin. You're allowing yourself to improve your work. You are allowing yourself to not feel the constraints of a saturated market. And so then you get to give yourself another pay raise down the road. Okay. It just, it just keeps going and going. It is a snowball effect and it is a beautiful snowball effect. But you have to be brave and you have to have the courage to actually do it. Now, again, I will say I don't necessarily agree that everyone should just raise their prices to whatever they want at any given point, right? Like you will hear people, some people that say that. And I kind of feel like that's not the wisest move to make. There does need to be some strategy behind it your work does need to have seen improvement. Okay. So for me in the past, that has looked like investing in education so that my work does improve. And there is a significant difference in what I am able to produce, or it is making my client experience more robust. It is adding more into the entire, the entire experience from, from the moment they book until the moment that they see their photos and so on and so forth. Right. Um, so there are things that you need to do. You can't just say, okay, today's the day I have no reason to do this. My work has not improved at all, but today I'm doubling my prices. (laughs) But you can do it with some strategy and the right approach. And then The other piece of this is that you are the boss, as we have discussed, and let's say you make a really significant price increase going into 2024, and all of a sudden it's like crickets for months, okay? Not just like crickets for a couple weeks, but like no one will book at this new price point. You have permission to bring your prices back down a little bit. You have permission to find that sweet spot. I do think there is like, there is a threshold, you know, based on the caliber of your work and the experience that you are providing, there is a threshold at which people will book. And sometimes it takes some trial and error to find that. I have absolutely raised my prices, my prices too high in the past and had to bring them back down, but it's okay. No one, like, I think we get in our own heads and we think, oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing. Everyone is going to know that I tried to raise my prices and then I had to bring them back down. And oh my gosh, I'm such a failure. And guess what? You pay way more attention to what you're doing than anyone else. Okay. No one else really cares or notices, but in my opinion, it is better to try it, go for it, see what happens, and then have to bring them back down a little bit. And it doesn't mean you bring them back down to where they were but you can bring them back down. You can just kind of stair step down until you find that good spot where people are booking consistently. And this doesn't mean that everyone is booking. If every single person is saying, yes, your prices are too low. Um, But 
if you are consisting at a book at a consistent rate, then you are in a good place. So there you have it. Four ways that increasing your prices will help your business for reasons you should raise your prices. However you want to title this is fine. Um, but I think you should go for it, especially, I mean, do it now, you know, we're in busy season. So now's the time. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this. I hope that you found it helpful. If you are looking for ways to improve your in-home family work, I do have a group coaching program called Preserving Everyday Magic that I would love to talk to you more about. I will link to it in the show notes, um, but it is a program where we take a deep dive into up-leveling your in-home family work, marketing yourself as an in-home family photographer in whatever capacity you want that to be, right? It doesn't mean that you have to shoot exclusively in-home, um, but if you're wanting to make some part of your business in-home family photography, I will teach you how to do that, how to do it really well, how to improve your work to a point where you can raise your prices very, very significantly and find the clients who want to pay you that because they value photography so much. So again, I will link that in the show notes if you would like to check that out. Also, quick reminder, if you are enjoying this podcast and love this episode, I would love for you to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and take a screenshot of this episode, share it in your stories on Instagram and tag me so I can see who's listening. And so that we can get the word out to other photographers about the benefits of raising their prices. Um, thank you again for being here. Have a great day and I'll see you next time. 